In this week's update, will the last month set the tone for American indices in 2023? Begrudgingly moving higher. Gold, copper and lithium stocks all finish the week strongly. <clears throat> My name is Gary Davis. As always, this is general advice only. And please remember to like and subscribe to the video. Okay. Um, You'll have to excuse me this morning. I've been pretty unwell since Thursday, so this is going to be a short and to the point. Um, start with the market perspective. Are, are the rate rises just about done? Well, at the moment there is there is jobs data and there is CPI data, and depending on how you want to argue the case, the Fed could go either way. They could they could pause. They could continue raising. Uh, I doubt they'll cut yet, but um, certainly you can make of the numbers what, what you want to make of them. So that creates uncertainty for, uh, for the market. Now, the bond market, the gold market and other speculative markets are certainly betting pretty confidently that the end of rate rises is, um, is either here or it's pretty close. So that's what the big picture of the market is, is saying. The other point I want to make is that many investors, <coughs> pardon me, many investors have been scared off from smaller resource stocks that have had a really hard time of it since probably December last year. Um, we've seen plunging prices of lithium, which really are uh, in China, which are being manipulated. The same with rare earths. There's not much question about that. It's not market forces. Um, yes, those prices had to come down in lithium because they were just too ridiculously high, but they've, they're being manipulated to a further degree. And then there's concerns about a global recession and what that does to demand for copper and for oil, etc. So there's a lot to worry about for the market and probably a dozen other things that I could list as well. Um, so right now, the emerging energy transition metals, I think, are a, a contrarian play. And I'm certainly seeing and hearing that a lot, that a lot of people are giving up on the sector because it's been down so, for so long. And that's just the time when you really want to put your contrarian hat on and look for opportunities. You want to look for evidence that, um, you know, that that sector is starting to move. And I, and I believe it is. There's undoubted evidence that... Um, market appetite for those sort of stocks is just starting to come back. Let's look at American stocks for the week. The S&P, not much happening there. It was flat again for the week. The US dollar index edged down uh, a little bit further. Uh, the 10-year yield was up to 3.5, got down to about 3.3, I think, last weekend. <coughs> the VIX is lower at 17. Um, so on the one hand, the market is certainly not betting that there's going to be a lot of disruption that it wants to hedge against. And the 10-year, two-year spread is still sitting around about that same level, about negative half a percent. So let's jump in and have a look at some charts. There's the S&P. Uh, you can see we had a strong day on Thursday, uh, but then down a little bit on Friday and pretty undecided. We're coming up to some resistance here at 41.76. Uh, the market closed 41.37. So in another 40 points, the S&P is certainly going to be well into resistance territory. 
Let's look at the important money flows, where they're going. It's the NASDAQ 100 versus the S&P. So medium term, outperforming, no question. We're getting a bit of a pullback at the moment, um, but that's, you know, that's pretty normal. Nothing goes in a straight line. So there's nothing to be uh, concerned about, and particularly given Friday where the S&P was down and yet the, the NASDAQ actually did a little bit better. So that's a little bit of encouragement. If we look at it on a sector-by-sector -sector basis, there's been no change in the order. Technology, communication services, consumer discretionary are, are leading the way and have been, as you can see, for most of the last quarter. So no change in the, uh, the leadership of the market, and that's a real positive. <laughs> uh, this is Russell 1000 growth versus value. We reached a bit of a bit of a double top here, bit of resistance, so a little bit of backing off. But again, that doesn't change the trend that's been in place pretty much all year. This is small caps versus um, versus small cap growth versus small cap value, and it's pretty much line ball there. There's no real preference for either. And the final chart, importantly, uh, semiconductors versus the S&P and still looking um, particularly good on the medium term. Bit of a retracement in the short term, but um, yeah, that's, that's still look, looking like it's heading in the right direction. Australian stocks, the US dollar, uh, sorry, the Australian dollar, 66.38. Our index gained 2% uh, across uh, a four-day week, so that was pretty uh, pretty impressive. And as I mentioned at the start, uh, copper, gold, and lithium producers and developers, uh, particularly the developers, are now starting to gain favour again. So the market is looking ahead to the end of these price declines. Precious metals, <coughs> gold down by $3.00 to 2005, translate that to Australian dollars, and it's pretty steady, around about the 30-20 mark. When it comes to precious metal stocks, the US uh, or the global ETFs uh, are certainly moving ahead, but the best performers in gold are undoubtedly in Australian Aussie gold stocks, and they're looking, um, looking very impressive. So let's take a look at the uh, at the gold chart, we'll look at the ASX 200. So pretty positive week. Good gains Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Moving to gold, gold on a weekly, you can see pretty flat. But we're not far off. We've, we had an excursion during the week, got up to 2049, the all-time high. Uh, if you go back to August uh, of 2020, uh, was uh, 2000 and, uh, 2033. That cannot be right. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at the close. Uh, the 2000 and basically 2080 is the all-time highs in um, in gold in the last uh, last period. In fact, the all-time highs. So um, we're not far off it. It's, it's uh, only another $75 uh, to the upside in, uh, in gold. 
<coughs> you see a bit of a pullback on uh, on Friday. And if we look at GDXJ, again, stocks were down a little bit on Friday, but this has been a, a pretty good move. And on a percentage basis, it, it is outperforming the, uh, the metal. Other commodities, uh, copper was up a little bit, and so was nickel. Crude oil also up 82.70, so that's been very positive. It was only a couple of weeks ago we were down in the 66s, so that's been a dramatic turnaround. So OPEC has certainly achieved their objective in, in getting that price back up again. Uh, there's a spot copper chart, the spot nickel chart, so quite a nice gain in nickel. Wrapping it up, what does a successful investor <clears throat> need to do? Um, well, you, you need, as always, a clear plan to suit. And there's there's a hundred different plans. There's probably a thousand different plans because it's very individual. So you need a clear, clear plan to suit and you've, you've just got to sit down and, and do it because it's it makes life so much easier, so much clearer. And that's one of the things that, that we can assist with in... in um, portfolio analyst and in the insiders club <clears throat> the second thing you need is the awareness of contrarian opportunities because it's just that kind of market at the moment the the best most reliable gains are going to be coming from a position where something has been sold off <coughs> very significantly and as i said um, last week you want to resist running with popular opinion it'll get you into a lot of trouble in this kind of market. You want to listen closely to what the herd is saying and then you pretty much want to do the opposite. You certainly don't want to do what the herd is doing, that's for sure. Portfolio Analyst last week <clears throat> was a, a pretty big um, video of, uh, of content. We looked at the big picture for resource supply and demand across um, several commodities. We looked at developments in rare earths and lithium and, and certainly rare earths presents a very contrarian play at the moment. So that's it. I've, uh, I've made it to the end. Sorry it's short and sweet, but it's been a bit of a struggle this morning. So that's it for, uh, for this week. I'll be back with you next Sunday and hopefully in much better shape. Cheers.